Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. So before we begin today's podcast, I'd like to say a big thank you to Casita Properties, the UK leading property company when it comes to UK discrete off-market buy-to-let sales. All the links will be in the description below. I have the pleasure of welcoming Daniel Moses. So thank you so much, mate, for coming on the channel. Thank you so much, Aaron, uh, for, for inviting me to come over. I'm really looking forward to this. It's it absolutely you know, a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're going to have some good fun, you know, and we're going to share some awesome information. And I'm I'm excited to have you on the channel as well because, um, you know, we've been talking off air. Yeah. You came to the event. Um, Paul's spoken a lot about you and I'm, I'm excited to find out more about your journey. And and that's, that's really what I want to dive into today. Yeah. But before we begin, just give us that intro. And, and for anyone who doesn't yet know you, uh, who you are and what you do. Yeah, uh, my name is Dr. Daniel Moses. I am... Um, a property investor, a wealth strategist, uh, a mentor coach, Amazon best-selling author, a podcaster, um, a wealth transfer um, specialist as well. So I do a lot around wealth, I do a lot around success, and it's just my absolute you know, passion to talk about success a lot. And uh, because this is something that when people talk about success, it's quite, it comes quite as two, 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 two options, right? People either receives it as a positive or a negative. So I just want to be an ambassador of someone who carries this simple message of success and greatness uh, because it's quite important for us to align with greatness because we all have what it can take to be great. So yeah, that's just what I stand for. Yeah, good vibes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving it already. And, and the thing is, when it comes to success, just on that, it's defined in so many different ways, isn't Absolutely. it? Is it financial? Is it, you know, what you've achieved, where you've come from, which is where I want to start with, with your journey is, yeah. you know, to where you are now um, is, is an incredible journey. So just share with, with us and the audience a little bit more about, you know, where you came from, what your childhood was like to to ultimately where you are now. Yeah, quite. Uh, that's a very good question. So where I came from and where I start from, if I was to dig deep, too deep into it today, we'll be here for the next couple of <laughs> days or weeks. So I'm originally born, you know, Nigerian. I was born, raised in Nigeria. I uh, immigrated to this country uh, over 18 years ago. Uh, just a little bit of background. I am from a family of 30 children. So wow. my late father has 30 children. I'm the 26th born of my late father. Married with seven wives. Uh, never really got to meet my dad so much uh, in terms of growing up as a child. Because imagine a man having so many children, right? And my mom and my dad, they separate when I was just about 10. But separation in Africa doesn't mean my mother had to go and remarry. So from the age of 10 to I'm 42 now, I never saw my mom with another man. I never saw my mom call another man my boyfriend. So I've got a lot of love, respect for my mom because my mom would say to me at the time we were growing up, you, my sons, are my boyfriend. You, my sons, are my husband. I don't need any of that you know, stuff anymore. So I've got a lot of respect for my mom. So I was born and raised by my mother. My brothers basically paid my school fees, my university fees, you know, all through, you know, to 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 where, you know, to where I decided to be my own man. But I think entrepreneurial spirit really started for me when I was very young because my brothers had left home. You know, some of them lived in Japan, uh, lived in, you know, all over the place, right? So my two immediate other brothers are my biggest role models. So what they done for me was that, you know, they sent me to school and I always aspired to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be great. I wanted to be, you know, I just wanted to be, a, you know, a great guy. That was just my upbringing. But again, trust me, it wasn't very straightforward. By the age of 16, I was introduced to business by my brothers. Um, I uh, worked for them. I managed stuff for them. But 
whilst I was doing that, I went into university. I became, I, I studied sociology for the sake of it. You know, I went to school for the sake of just going to school, but I never used it because I just generally, you know, generically have passion to do business. So I remember, you know, being sort of uh, in university in Nigeria, when you are kind of very inflation school, you know, you get to hang out with the wrong crowd and the back crowd, you know, and um, I was quite a shiny guy, but again, I was always intimidated by gangs, you know, way back in school. And at some point, I've never actually shared this in any podcast. I did actually become a member of a group way back to protect myself at that time. You know, as a as a as a as a as a young guy in school, so I protected myself with a few group of guys and stuff like because I had a good car. You know, girls and all these people was around me. I just loved good vibes of everything around. But at some point, it became not something that was sustainable. And you know, you've been protected by a group of guys as a friends that you guys protect each other. You know, I became the victim, so I had to at some point escape. So in that escapism process. You know, I said to myself, listen, I ain't doing this anymore. I've got to leave this country because I, if I don't leave, I don't want something bad to happen to me. You know, so I ended up making up my mind. I said, you know what, I'm going to just escape. You know, I tried going to America. It didn't happen. I tried going to Canada. It didn't happen. Then England opened its doors for me. So I remember coming into England. I had nobody, no sister, no aunties, no uncle, a few family friends here and there. I didn't really know anyone. And that just exactly how my journey, you know, in, you know, changed, you know, from a guy who was quite bubbly and stuff like that, coming to a foreign country where there was nobody, no, no anyone. And um, yeah, and came back to this country, got to this country, started to make new friends, started to build a new community. And yeah, so I think probably I'll leave it there for now because I can go on and on. <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible story. And it's almost like one of those stories where you almost come away and you think, well, I have no excuse. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, there is possibility, you know, especially, you know, living in England, there is so much opportunity um, that I know that a lot of people take for granted, you know, when you compare it to some other places in the world, actually, we have this abundance of opportunity and it's just a case of accepting, you know, things might not be great this day, you know, we, we might be feeling down, but actually if you put in the effort, we, we can, we have every resource to do anything that we want. And, Absolutely. You know, we, we are very lucky. And I think listening to your story is there, there was that light bulb moment. We've all had it. I think anyone who wants to do really well in life, there's, there's a switch that goes off at a certain age. Yep. And a lot of us know it quite early, but we don't know what it is. And yep. it sounds like you, you also knew that pretty early. And, and, um, I, I like the way you say, you know, you did have that sort of background where you needed to join these groups and stuff like that just to get by. And that's kind of that survival instinct, knowing that you need to do what you need to do right now, because I've said it before on other podcasts, you know, I was a very different person 10 years ago um, to, to, to who I am now. So I totally understand it. I totally get it. When it comes to business, what, what has intrigued you? You know, what has kind of in the early days, you know, we've all been there. Everyone likes the money, the, yeah. the attention. But what was it that intrigued you early on to get into, you know, being an entrepreneur, business owner? So as I did mention, I had brothers who kind of introduced me to business at the age of 16. So I remember they would bring in, you know, things from Japan, you know, clothes, cars, you name it. So, and I would sell these things. I was basically sell, sell this thing to anyone. So in fact, when I was in university, I was the, there's something in Africa they call cargo man. So it means that you can sell anything. So you can, cargo means selling anything, right? 
So I can sell anything. So I can take this cup and I can sell it to Paul. I can Wolf, sell it Wolf to Wall Street. <laughs> I can sell anything. Sell your pen. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I basically sold my way through. At some point, my brothers didn't have to give me money anymore because giving me money wasn't going to make me happy. But giving me something to go and sell would make me happy because I would sell something for, they give it to me to sell it for a thousand pounds, for example. I'll go and sell it for three thousand pounds. I'll make two thousand pounds for myself. I give them their money and I'm cool. So that's the entrepreneurship spirit. That's where he started from because I was quite exposed to money, you know, in a very, you know, young, young life. So imagine this. I have never, ever had a job. I'm 42 now. I've never, ever had a job. The only time I've ever had to work and paid national insurance was when I was a delivery driver and an Uber driver. And that was just it. Other than that, I was just this guy. I'll probably clean your shoes. I get paid. I'll probably come and clean your house. I get paid. I remember when I first came into this country as an illegal immigrant. So I would go to Peckham and I would clean people's toilets. I would go to help them carry, you know, you know, the bags of rice to the van. And that was what I did. So my entrepreneurship spirit, you know, has just always been evolving and evolving, but I just didn't know how to navigate it to become like a very well-structured entrepreneur. In fact, whilst I was doing all of this, out of ignorance, I never knew the true meaning of entrepreneurship. I never actually knew the true meaning of mentorship. I never truly knew the true meaning of actually that there are programs they can get yourself into to kind of read about entrepreneurship, but I just basically did things out of doing them. So I have just been this person who just wanted the best in life and just thought, you know what? The only way I can get it is to become valuable at every single point of my life. And I think for me, it has led me to who I've actually become, mm. you know, after really truly discovering myself over the last six years. So having been through this journey of almost 22 plus years, right? The last six years is when I've actually kind of wow, I was learning through something. Every single thing was teaching me to become this person. And whilst I'm now developing myself, using coaches, using mentors, reading books, watching YouTubes, and doing everything that I need to do, so every single thing that I went through all these years makes sense and gives me total clarity. Hence why I call myself a very serious action taker. You know? <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? I mean, I, I want to dissect some points there because I think they're, they're, they're really important to go over them again is, one navigating yeah. in the world that we are in right now is so hard there are so many options for people to start in business earn money and the exposure is so big that there's this almost underlying pressure for everyone to think what well, i need to be doing more what is it i need to do and this is this whole like navigation of what do i do where do i go and like you say learning educating mentorship you know it kind of funnels you and guides you a little bit yeah. in such a busy world and, mm -hmm. and that's such a true point you know, when you talk about entrepreneurship, you were just talking about, you know, really understanding what that is. And we use that word a lot. And I know some people can't stand it. I, I say it a lot. And even I think, God, you've got to stop saying it. But, you know, I think it's, you were saying you would do these jobs, you would do this job, you would do this job just, just before you came in. Um, and I say to other people, if people ask me, what do I do? What do I tell them? Podcaster, I work for uh, high net worth clients, I raise money, I do my own business, my own ventures. Like, what do you say? Well, you know, th there is no answer. Entrepreneurship, I think, yeah. is about being creative and, and adapting. And if something changes, you you pivot and you move. And, yeah. and that's something that clearly you do very well. And, Absolutely. and the last point that you said there, and I really want to sort of go over this for the, for the viewers, is you're an action taker. Action taker, absolutely. It's great to talk about it 
but who can pull the trigger? And it sounds like you are very good at going, I've learned this, I'm now going to apply it. True. And it sounds like that's that's the type of person you are. Absolutely. It's, it's I'm just someone that, I mean, I'll, I'll quickly dive into this, right? So in 2015, I lost over 150,000 pounds in my business way back in Nigeria. I was into oil transportation. So I would buy oil products from the depots where it's been refined. And I'll take it to the end user, which is the petrol station. To, so I'll take it to the petrol station to sell it to the end user. And I'll make money here and there. And I lost over 150,000 pounds. So when I lost that money, I kind of went low for about three, probably about three, six months. I was just confused. I was quite depressed. It was quite hard because that was the first time it was, this was my real hard money, my money, mm. not the bank's money or investors' money, my money. So I lost that money. So when I lost that money, I was like, oh my days, what next? What else? How can I? So the thing is, me being an action taker that I am, something ignited inside of me said, if you can make it before, you'll make it again. Mm -hmm. So if you've been on this journey where you've dabbled into too many things, whereby people who are around you are actually saying, what is it that you do? You know, and you're trying to explain it like, I sell things, I do this, I do that. But the action taking point here I'm trying to explain is that it's not about when things are actually going right. You know, a true entrepreneurship spirit and you being an action taker and the greatest strength you can adapt comes when things are broken. Yeah, It's agreed. not when things are working. So when things are broken, that's when you discover the utmost power that is even greater than yourself. That's when you tap into the, your innermost creation inside of you to actually navigate you to the right path. And it happens to every single person. But every, when, when that do happen to a lot of people, the thing is people say, oh yeah, it's too risky, I'm not gonna do it. It's too risky, you're not gonna do it, means you're not taking action that will navigate you out of those uncharted waters. And when you listen to it and you navigate yourself through and you take action, it leads you to the next beautiful destination. So being an action taker is very essential. I, I, I could not agree more when you just said, every, everyone can enjoy the ups. You know, when, when things are going great, everyone's singing. You know, when the sun's out, everyone's singing. But as soon as the lightning, the thunder, the bad times come, that's when you know who's got the grit and determination. 100%. But the people who can pick themselves up and... I actually had this conversation most recently with a friend of mine is that when things look really doom and gloom or things aren't going your way, it's really mentally straining and tough to pick yourself back up. Because the other thing is entrepreneurs are quite self motivated. Yeah. You know, you have to tap yourself on the back. You have to pick yourself up. You know, no one is there you know, saying you're doing really well and keep going and, you know, it'll be all right. You are, you have to tell yourself you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really hard, you know, to, to do that time and time again. And as you know, in business or if you're just trying to do well in life, whether it's your health or whatever, there are a lot of setbacks, aren't there? And, it, and it's, it's hard to take those setbacks. Mm -hmm. really 100%. I mean, I run every single morning. At least I do about 30K run a week. And sometimes I, you know, I wanna, I wanna really go out, put on my, you know, trainers and go out to run, but I can't because I'm like, oh, I'm tired. But I have to change the word I can't to I can, so I can actually just, you know what, just get on with it and do it. And the truth is, when you do it over time, over time, over time, it becomes a habit, mm -hmm. right? And this is one thing I learned from. Uh, there's a book called. Uh, the compiling effect by Darren 
Um, what's, the, what's his other name now? Darren. Yeah, I know the compound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it says if you practice and you know if you just basically out of your subconscious mind and do the wrong things every single day, it will compound and becomes the habit that you mm -hmm. that it becomes who you are. If you just practice taking action on something, for example, getting out of bed, going for a walk, or going for a run, it becomes part of your life. And when you don't do, your body misses it. But to actually have that sort of practice, you know, become effective in your life, you have to at least do it for 60 days in a row, mm -hmm. minimum, for it to become a pattern. So imagine if you're good at selling something, try and sell something for 60 days, it becomes a habit, just like alcohol, right? These are all little, little habits that we have. So it's quite important as an entrepreneur that you really have to master these habits, you know, because... It's not a journey of the faint-hearted, right? It's not. It's a journey of the strong-hearted people. Yeah. The weather will beat you up and down, bro. The people you even look into do transactions with will beat you up and down. Yeah. But how are you prepared to walk tall? You know, I use leverage a lot. You know, I leverage a lot. I leverage a lot over the last two years to build a small portfolio of about seven million pound property portfolio in London. And people ask me, how do you do that? Because I said I leverage debt. Yeah. You know, and I still live a good lifestyle and I pay my debt. So when the good when the going is not going well, how do you still continue to leverage debt well? Yeah. People people owe you money and they, they don't want to pay you. Instead of them having a conversation, they bury their head in the sand. I can owe you money today if I can't pay you. I'll let you know about two months in advance that I'm working on it and I'm setting a plan with you. Communication. Communication, simple things. It's what we spoke about. As soon as commun that's a good indicator for anyone watching this is, is a great indication. If communication breaks down, it's pretty much a bad sign. And like you say, having that professionalism, like you've just said, if, if you know something on the horizon isn't gonna work out, it's so important that you say that upfront and you let them know, you know, well ahead of time. Um, in terms of some of your biggest hurdles, if we can share with the audience, what kind of things have you come up against which were tough, but you managed to push yourself through? And I, I just want to throw a spin on this so, so you think about it when you answer this is, I heard this the other day. Well, you know, you hear the word motivation a lot. Mm. Is motivation really a real thing or does it actually come down to being disciplined? Motivation is like, you know, get all excited and, you know, everything's going great and the sun's out. Or is it actually just a case of, Whatever the weather, whatever the day, I'm disciplined enough to push through the bad times. And, you know, have, have you used that, you know, to push through some times that you've come up against? Very good question. Um, I think I'll break this down in three parts. So the first one is very clear. It's intention, motivation and inspiration before discipline. If you don't have intention of where you want to go, so imagine I was coming down to this podcast studio today. I've been given a postcode and I've been given an address. So I had to look that up on Google map to tell me how to get from a train station to where I'm coming to. So I've had, I have an intention of coming to be interviewed by the, you know, in this podcast studio. And the next thing I reach out is the sat nav to take me from where and how you know, where I am now and how I'm going to get to where I'm, I'm going to and what time I'm going to get there. So I've got to make sure at least I'm here 15 minutes before. So the intention is very clear. Now, if the intention is very clear, I need something else. I need to be motivated. 
I'm not just going to come and sit in the front of the podcast with cameras and I'm not motivated to give the right energy. Mm. So if you're not motivated, if, if, if something had spoiled my mood, regardless, I may end up canceling this podcast today because something has, you know, has basically obstructed that feeling, that vibe, right? And then the last one is basically being inspired. If you're not inspired by yourself and what other people are doing around you, how then can you bring all this? How, how are you going to do it? It's okay to be disciplined, but discipline don't make you successful. You've got to have all these other ingredients first before you can actually apply discipline that I'm going to be a man of my word. So if I say yes, my yes is my yes. My word is my bond. Because discipline is something huge. But in order for you to be an entrepreneur, you have to have all these other three components I've just spoke about. Intention. Intention of who do you want to become? Where do you want to be? Value. Motivation. You need it. Because as an entrepreneur, your life is a roller coaster. One minute you're excited, one minute you're low, one minute you're not happy, one minute you're happy, one minute you're stressed, one minute you're not stressed. If you don't have motivation in your life, you're going to end up depressed. It's a big journey, isn't it? It is a big journey. And this is another thing, you know, we are in a world where everything is so instant, you know, it's like overnight oh, or, or, or at least people would like it to be. Whereas, you know, it is a journey. It's, it's the ups and the downs. And and you said it sort of at the beginning, it's, it's the end product, what it makes you, you know, and I think you can, you know, until you get to a certain age, you can look back and think, you know, boy, did I go through it, but look what, look who I've become, look what I wanted to achieve, look how I changed. And, and like you say, I, I really, most recently, um, I'm a bigger believer in what you've just said in, in actually who do you want to be? You know, what, what is the end product? You know, what do you want to focus on and really sort of understand as you're going through this journey and you go through hardships and there's these ups and downs, who do you want to be along that journey? And I, th I think for me recently, that's something that I've really reflected on is actually making sure that I'm, I'm as true to who I am whilst going because, and the reason I say that is because it's so tough to not, you know, sort of sidetrack and, and it's, it's so busy and things change so quick. It's very hard to actually sometimes stay yourself. Do you know yeah, what I mean? 100%. It's, it's challenging and, and we are in, and I think for the younger generation, it's very hard to really know who you are and who you want to be. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. It's absolutely tough. And this is it, this is it, right? I, I, I coach people every day. I mentor people every day. I speak every single day and a lot of people want to do property. A lot of people want to be successful. A lot of people want to be great. But are you willing? Are you ready to pay the price? Mm. Are you really ready to pay the price of success? You see, success is not just having money in your bank. Mm. I've been married for 16 years. Been married to my beautiful wife and, you know, have two lovely children. 16 good years we've been through discovering everything, you know, discovering ourselves every single day, right? And they say... These days, marriages doesn't even last a year. If you're lucky, your marriage will last three years. But I said to people, I've had one. I still have one. My wife is absolutely happy. You know, and we go out every, like almost every Friday or every, every single week or every other week. Daniel, what's the secret? <laughs> <laughs> what's the secret? The secret is very simple. In my book, you know, my very first book that I wrote, I said, happiness is a choice. But the, the thing is people sometimes don't choose to seek that happiness. The secret is choice. You have two choices in life. 
when the going gets tough, it's a choice to stay there. When things get good, it's also a choice to go that way. So the thing is, a lot of people, when things go bad or when things are not working in your life, when you're not having peace in your life, you start to focus on it. I'll give you you a simple example. When things went really bad in my marriage, in 2016, things went really, really bad because my wife is looking at me like, you've just lost this money in Africa. You've put us at risk. You know, you you don't, you, this entrepreneurship journey you're trying to go through, you know, it's not happening. You know, why don't you just stop and just do something else? I said, okay, I'll listen to you because now she's fed up of me trying to be entrepreneur, just trying to be successful for a very, very long time. And I got a job as a delivery driver with Yodale and Amazon, started doing delivery job because I've lost money. The next thing is, that wasn't where it needs to be. Then I became an Uber driver. So for some women, for, for my wife, who, for example, I use it as a some woman in this particular case now, because for any woman who is listening. So things has gone really, really terrible. And she's having doubts now. But guess what I did? I reproposed to my wife, took her back to church, got back married. We celebrated our 11 years anniversary in the church. We had a good wedding. And I said, listen, this, 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 all these things is happening around us right now. Forget about everything I've been, I'm going through. I've reassured her. So instead of focusing on all the problems I'm going through in my life, I'm focusing on what? Happiness. And that alone, because if my house, if my wife is not supporting me, see, you can, no one can ever be successful if your other half is not in agreement with you if your other half is not in support of where you're going, you're not going to make it. Relationship, what you go through on a single day in your life, you, the, the, the excitement that erupts from your innermost person is what can actually also help you become successful. Daniel, I feel like you should open up your own like counselling marriage firm. I Honestly, I could I could listen to you all day. <laughs> I feel like you've got so much. Is anyone else? <laughs> you know, I, I feel like, you're you're extremely wise and honestly i think what you say is so is so true and relatable um this is definitely already definitely one one of the most sort of in-depth favorite podcasts of mine i don't know whether i should say that actually on here i might might stop other guests coming on (laughs) but it is because i think it all ties in to ultimately you know, however, again, going back to however you define success or everything you're talking about, again, it's like the compound effect, isn't it? All these little elements of your life, as long as they're all ticking over and they're all adding together to make that, you know, that circle strong and everything like that in the middle, ultimately, whatever that success is, you know, it really helps keeping everything else on the outside and on the inside working, ticking over um, in sync. And obviously, you know, because it is, it's, it can be a hard road it can be a lonely road and i think when you venture down working for yourself starting a business like you said it's gonna be tough like it's really tough it is tough like even this year i've had some tough moments like really tough moments where you sit there and you think do i just go and do something else 
like you do think about it and that's the god's honest truth so you know for anyone watching it's not it's not glitz and glamour it's you Absolutely know it's not it, you know even like look even when we look at the podcast setup the lights the room you know it all all looks great there's a lot of work that goes into it it's tiring you know it's, it's so tiring so it's it is hard as we sort of come to a close what would be your two two questions a book recommendation, something that's been impactful for you that you could share with the audience. And also just a top tip for someone who might be watching this thinking, I really want to work for myself and, and build something great, whatever business that is. The first thing is, if you are thinking of becoming great, the one thing you have to you know remember is life is a journey and we're all just passing through. So tough moments they say don't last but tough people do mm. and on that journey of you wanting to becoming the greatest version of yourself you do need to develop yourself a lot so don't get entertained by information consume information to produce the greater version for yourself discover the greatest power to become great lies within you it's all good that you can follow different podcasts, different influencers, but are you actually consuming the information for entertainment or actually creating a part for yourself? So for me, when you do specifically go on this journey, as you go through this process, transformation is very vital. And how that can be vital to you is self-personal development. And books, you see, a lot of people read books and a lot of people put it to use. So I read books and I put it to use. I listen to podcasts, I apply it to myself. I read the Bible, I pick up the verses that applies to me and I use them. So in terms of the greatest book to ever, you know, to, to suggest, I've got two great books that I'm governed by. First, the, one, the first one is the Bible. Um, a few verses in the Bible just helps me because if you really look at the Bible is the greatest business book that's ever been written, depending on how you apply it. Every greatest inspirator that you can listen today picked up a lot of great, you know, great, you know, business, you know, you know, um, um, what's that word now? Is it Ackman? Is it, is it, is it, what's it called now? Oh, shout um, out if you know it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember <laughs> my head. It's just escape, the word escape. So, yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, so yeah. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that the greatest, the greatest, you know, business speakers today, they picked up a lot of religious, you know. Oh, you know, acronym. Not acronym. I was just trying to think about it. I'm trying to, it just escaped me all my days. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is the greatest, you know, business book that's ever been written has been written, you know, on the back of the Bible. And if you really look at it, you know, because it's like something that I love about the Bible. It says, if you are trying to be a businessman, or if you're trying to be religious, say, try and fold up your hand and don't work. And that verse in the Bible says, a little sleep, a little slumber. It says, poverty will jump on you like an amp rubber. So what does that mean for the consumer of this podcast? It means that success is not going to drop on your door. All right? You've got to go out there and take action. You can buy a book. Don't put it on the shelf. Read it. Take action. Do what the book says. And that's number one. Now, number two there is another greatest book I, I read is The 10X Rule. 
mm-hmm. by Grant Cordon. That book has actually really, 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 really helped me. And another book that's also helped me is um, Key Person of Influence by Daniel Presley. Yeah. And that actually turned me into the uh, the business owner, the CEO, you know, the you know, becoming influential that I, I have actually put to use. I'll give this example. So in 2020, February 2020, nobody knew who I am. And I've gone since 2020 to like, I can't even explain where we, where we've been to now. Where so now. Where, where I am now. So in two years, I've gone from unknown to be known, yeah. you know, and my goal is to be unforgettable. So first of all, you have to be known to be unforgettable. So when you read these books, put them to use because you will get somewhere. They so those are the three, books. those are my three key books I would highly recommend. And finally, you said, um, uh, what would my tip also be? Be an action taker Yeah. and stop being a dabbler. I like that. Nice finish. Daniel, it's been an absolute pleasure. Just quickly, what, what what's your Instagram tag so people can go and connect with you? So my Instagram tag is dr.danielmoses. So that'll be dr.danielmoses. Uh, that's my Instagram handle. And same thing on all other social media. I mean, the best way to actually even do it, just Google my name. Go and Google Dr. Daniel Moses and you, everything will come up. I awesome. think that's the easiest way. <laughs> Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. And everyone who's watched so far, thank you so much. And we'll see you all very soon. Oh,